I was decorating my Christmas tree when I heard footsteps outside my apartment. I checked through the peephole and saw a girl near my age dragging her heavy suitcase into the opposite apartment. Finally, a neighbor! A joyful smile came to my face knowing I won't be celebrating Christmas alone this year. I opened the door to help the poor girl. Hi, let me help you. No need, I can do it myself. I'm Kathy, your neighbor. And you are? She got in and slammed her door in my face. It felt bad that I was being nice to her and she blew me off. But I don't lose hope so easily. I decided to bake cookies for my neighbor as a housewarming gift. I also thought of inviting her for dinner so we could celebrate the joy of Christmas together. The building I live in has just started to fill up, so most of the apartments are still vacant. On my floor, it was just me, and now this new girl who arrived. After putting the chocolate cookies in the oven, I hung the new blinking Christmas lights all over the living room. The red shiny bell on top of the Christmas tree made it look exclusive. I changed into my cute elf costume and waited for the cookies to get done. Just then, a loud sound of heavy metal music shook the entire building. Realizing it was coming from the new girl's apartment, I heaved a sigh of disappointment. She is going to be a tough nut to crack. With a nervous face, I rang her doorbell. At first, she didn't answer, so I rang again. This time, the loud music stopped and heavy footsteps walked up to the door. What? She opened the door in one strong jolt. Her angry eyes were fixated on me like she wanted me dead. I'm... I made cookies for you. Merry Christmas? Ugh, what is your problem, dude? I just wanted to invite you for dinner. It's Christmas Eve and we both seem to be alone, so I thought... What? That I will agree to hang out with a skinny witch like you? Do you even understand boundaries, Kathy? Sorry, but I just wanted us to be friends. <laughs> friends? Like, seriously? I don't make friends with people like you. What do you mean by people like me? People who are so stupidly obsessed with Christmas. I mean, it's all fake. There's nothing joyful about it. The world is a dark place, and to hell with Santa Claus. You take that back. Huh? Or what? I hate Christmas. I hate Santa. And I hate people like you who try to cover up their shitty lives under the make-believe rug of Christmas joy. I smiled at her. She kept staring at me in reaction. But I spoke in a soft, calm voice. Seems like I have to try the hard way. Whatever. I hit her on the forehead with a candlestick which I hid in my costume. And like a clueless trapped rabbit, she fainted on the floor. I then took a bite of my freshly made chocolate cookies. Mmm, yum, delicious. Let's celebrate Christmas. Within the next few minutes, I dragged my unconscious new neighbor into my apartment, sat her down in a chair facing the Christmas tree and tied her up with tight rope so she couldn't do anything more stupid. Christmas is all about joy and sharing happiness. I don't know why some people don't understand that. Never mind. I can make them understand pretty well. I roasted the chicken, 
made mashed potatoes and my special strawberry cake for dessert. Once I was done preparing the dinner table with delicious food, I went to wake up the poor girl. Wake up, pumpkin. It's time to rise and shine. Ugh, <laughs> oh, where? Come on, wake up. We're going to have so much fun tonight. She finally opened her eyes and for the first time, I was happy to see the fear on her face. What's happening? What are you doing to me? Me? No, no. I'm just trying to get to celebrate Christmas. That's all. Let me go, okay? Or or I'll scream. You can try. Ah! Help me! Somebody! I'm in here, please send help! Fa la 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 la. <laughs> Let me go! Shh. You're screaming for no reason. There's no one here to hear you. What do you want? Nothing. I just want to celebrate Christmas. You don't have to be scared of me. I took away the knife because it was surely making the new girl nervous. Let's start again, okay? Hi, I'm Kathy, and you are... Sam... Samantha. Now you're being a good girl. Tears rolled down Sam's beautiful blue eyes. I felt bad, but she left me no choice. Come on, don't cry. You're just trying to make me feel bad. Look, I'm not a bad person. I tried to be nice, but you wore your ass as a hat. What else could I have done? You should be lucky that I didn't do what I did to Ramona. Ramona? Wait, isn't... Isn't she the girl who left here before me and left the apartment on the night of Christmas Eve? Nice homework, neighbor. <laughs> but she didn't leave. I made her disappear. Sam's face changed. Her skin turned pale in horror. Her mouth opened in shock. What did you do to her? I made her immortal so she never misses any Christmas with me. Let me go get her to join us. Ramona, Ramona, we have a new friend now. I went to my bedroom and brought out Ramona to the living room for the first time. She was sitting in a wheelchair with her eyes closed. Oh my God, why does she, she, sorry, forgot to tell you. I learned taxidermy from my grandpa. He loves stuffing all the wild animals after hunting them. It's easy, you can do it too scraping the fat under the skin, then rub it with borax to help it dry faster. And last but not least, stuff it with lots and lots of cotton and sew it up. <laughs> nice, right? You're a freak! No wonder you're alone! I felt the blood in my veins boil up. Smokes of anger curled up inside my body. I let out a huge grin at Sam. What is it, Ramona? You want Samantha to be like you? Oh, sure. I can do that. It will be your Christmas gift. I turned on the music. The Christmas carols filled the air in the apartment. Sam was screaming, screaming her heart out, but it didn't bother me. I kind of like it when they scream. 
I started sharpening my tools. The dinner will get cold, but I must serve the need of the hour. After all, Ramona asked for her Christmas gift. <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the video. If so, please leave a like. And also, a small percentage of people that watch my videos are actually subscribed. If you want to support this channel and make this channel reach the 1 million mark, please consider subscribing. It's free and you can change your mind later. Enjoy. For everyone, Christmas is a time of joy. A time of happiness, togetherness, and presence. For me, it's a nightmare that I relive again and again and again. An endless nightmare that will haunt me until the day I die. It all started when I was only 10 years old. I was just a helpless and innocent child, unable to defend myself. My mother was telling me a story before I went to sleep while my brother listened in his bed, laughing. And that's the end. Did you like the story? Yes, Mom. Well, it's time to go to sleep, honey. By the time you wake up tomorrow, Daddy will be back home. And together, we'll see what Santa brought you. Mom, the Grinch wasn't bad, was he? No, honey, he was just lonely. When he felt the Christmas spirit, he became good. So if we are good to bad people, they will become good? Yes, honey, of course. Hey, Eileen, don't believe that story. It's made for children. What do you mean? In the real story, the Grinch is a monster who wants to steal Christmas by eating children. Gabriel, don't tell her that. Go to sleep. You're lying. You're a child, too. And the Grinch will eat you, too. Yeah, but I'm a year older. It'll eat you first. Mom! No one will eat anyone. It's just a story. Both of you stop talking about the Grinch and go to sleep. Yes, yes Mom. Mom. As she was leaving, my mom turned off the lights and said goodnight. I was already afraid, and I didn't want to go to sleep. My eyes began to adjust to the darkness. I could see something, but everything was still too blurry. Gabby, is it true that the Grinch is coming to eat me? Are you still going on about that? Let it go, Eileen. The Grinch won't eat you. You're too ugly. Hey, I'm not ugly. Yes, you are. If anything, he's more likely to eat me first. I'm much prettier than you. No, you're mean and ugly. Gabriel? Brother, are you there? Answer me. You're scaring me. Gabriel, stop scaring your sister. Don't make me come in there. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I scared you. You're not funny. Tomorrow, I'll tell Daddy, too. <laughs> ah! Brother, this isn't funny. Get out of there, or I'll tell Mom. I was convinced that my threat would work to stop my brother from making jokes. But after a few seconds, I started to worry. Gabby? Uh, are you there? In response to my question, a hand came out from under the bed, clutching my mattress. 
that was not my brother. His fingers were long, dirty, and hairy. But what scared me the most was that they were green. Who are you? What are you doing here? I'll tell mom and dad. Ignoring my warning, a head slowly peeked out from under my bed. Its eyes were red and yellow. Its gaze was despicable, full of anger as if he hated me. Before I could scream, the other hand reached out from under the bed and grabbed my head, pulling me out of my bed. Mom! It's the Grinch! As I screamed, the monster's hand grabbed my leg and began to pull me under the bed. No! 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 Suddenly, the hand stopped and the lights came on. Aline, what happened? Are you alright? Mom, there's a monster under the bed. It's the Grinch. He ate Gabby and now he's coming for me. <sighs> okay, Gabriel. This time, you've gone too far. When your father gets here, you'll be in trouble, boy. I couldn't believe what was happening. My mom and my brother were gone. I tried to run, but my body didn't respond. I just stood there, shaking, listening to my mom screaming under the bed until after a few seconds. She stopped. Immediately, the Grinch's eyes glowed under the bed, looking in my direction. The beast came out slowly and carefully, staring at me. He walked past me, and with a cruel smile, turned off the light and closed the door. From that moment on, I could only hear two things. The beating of my heart, and the Grinch's footsteps walking slowly in my direction. Each step louder than the last, more full of hatred cruelty and sadism. My fate was written. There was no escape from this. My blood froze and my energy returned to my body, but not to escape or fight. I could only scream. <coughs> the monster had stopped walking, but not because I scared it. No, but because it was next to me. I couldn't see it, but I felt something wet behind me. It was his breath. Then I heard a much louder breath and a scary noise behind me. The Grinch was slowly opening his mouth, ready to eat me, but enjoying my fear and doing it very slowly. At the climax, a louder noise followed. It was a door slamming. My dad had come home from work. He quickly turned on the light and looked at me with concern. The Grinch was gone. Honey, what's wrong? Where's your mom and brother? Life came back into my body, and I ran as fast as I could, grabbing him by the jacket. Dad, run! There's a monster! It's the Grinch! We must go now! Without understanding, he followed my lead and ran with me. We were outside the house. Eileen, stop! We have to run, Dad. He'll catch us! Honey, go to the neighbor's house and tell them to call the police. If a bad man came in to rob us, I have to save Mom and Gabby. No, Daddy. It's not a man. It's the Grinch. He'll eat you. Listen to me, sweetie. Daddy will be back soon. You just go to the neighbor's house. And just like that, my dad went back into the house. That was the last time I saw him. The next few days, the police tried to investigate what happened. 
They never found the culprit, nor could they believe me. Since I had no relatives who could take care of me, my neighbors agreed to raise me. They were like parents to me. From that day on, there wasn't a Christmas that I didn't think the Grinch would come looking for me. But I am no longer afraid. I am a very cheerful girl, but at Christmas, I am always alone. I turn off the lights and sit in the middle of my room with a gun in my hand, waiting for the Grinch to come back and try to finish his job. What I'm about to tell you begins with the most tragic event of my life. When I was just a child, both of my parents were murdered. A man, out of his mind, came into our house and killed them while I was hiding. But that's another story. During the time when it was being decided who I would live with from then on, I had to stay at my grandfather's house. He was very good to me, but he couldn't be the one to raise me because of his age and illnesses. So, weeks later, I moved in with one of my aunts. I'm so happy to have you here, dear Scott. Come closer. Let me help you with your bags. Thanks, aunt. I knew she was a good person. My grandfather had even talked to me about it. You know, she was never able to have children. That's why she'll be happy to adopt you. She has good intentions. But despite everything, there was something strange about her. Something that made me feel uncomfortable every time her small eyes looked at me. There's no better time than Christmas to welcome you to your new home, don't you think? Speaking of which, what do you say about helping me decorate? I know it's a little late at this point, but, you know, I was so busy that I didn't realize. Anyway, we could do it together, as a family? Sure, Aunt Deborah. Oh, but first, go get some rest, my boy. I spent most of the afternoon unpacking my things and resting from time to time, just as she had advised. But as soon as I heard it, I stopped to open my bedroom door. Aunt Deborah, are you okay? Since she didn't answer me, I went downstairs. My aunt was in the living room. I thought you wanted me to help you. She had already decorated the Christmas tree. I was just starting. <laughs> Since you're down here, could you bring me the box I left on the kitchen table? When I got to the kitchen, there was only one box left there. It wasn't particularly big, but I can swear it was the heaviest thing I've ever had to carry. I tried to take it to the living room, even though it was too much for me. All to help my aunt. But it was a bad choice. Uh... Scott, are you okay? The box, which had fallen just inches from me, was open. Yes, auntie. I quickly went over to it to close it and pick it back up. Ah! Inside the box were some porcelain dolls. Scott? Oh, my beautiful dolls. I'm sorry. I should have known they were too much for you. My aunt took the box and started to walk back to the living room. Come here, let's see if they're alright. When I got up, my aunt had already taken three of the dolls out of the box. Although they had been carefully dressed, they were still hideous. Their pale gray skin, their eyes, and their mouths gave me the creeps. When I approached to see the fourth, my aunt said, Be careful. I assumed she wanted me to take it out, so I did. It was the worst of them all. Her eyes were bulging and her mouth was open. She looked as if she was going to throw up. Ah! Scott! I'm sorry, it had a buck inside. <sighs> you can go back to your room. I'll try to fix her. 
After that, I stayed in my room for the rest of the afternoon, as I felt very embarrassed. While drawing, I fell asleep at some point, but I was woken up after nightfall. Soon, I got up and grabbed a pair of pajamas from the closet. Right at that moment, I heard as if something scratched the floor. Huh? Turning around, I saw that the door was slightly open, but since I was still sleepy, I ignored it and just left the room to go to the bathroom. Of course, I put on my pajamas and started brushing my teeth when I heard it. The door had opened. I immediately walked over and took a look at the hallway. Aunt Deborah? She wasn't there. I was alone. So I sighed and continued what I was doing. But suddenly, I saw the shower curtain move out of the corner of my eye. As soon as I turned my head to get a better look at it, a horrible screeching sound began. This time, the curtains moved more. <gasps> I quickly backed away, but slipped and fell out of the bathroom into the hallway. <sighs> Ow! As I opened my eyes, I felt something touch my hand. <laughs> so, I pulled it away without hesitation. That's when I managed to see the silhouette of it. A small creature was running down the hall and the stairs while taking my toothbrush. I soon started to follow the thing without even thinking about it, but once I was on the first floor, I regretted it. Everything was too dark, and I don't remember where the button to turn on the light was, so I started to touch the wall to find it. <laughs> but that constant sound kept making me nervous. Suddenly, I felt something sharp scratch my leg. Ah! I remember almost crying with joy the instant I found the button and the light came on. But when I turned around, my happiness vanished. There, next to the porcelain dolls under the Christmas tree, was my toothbrush. No. My first instinct was to back away, but as soon as I saw a bug pop out of the empty socket of the middle doll, I ran to my room. I'm sorry, I'm sorry! When I closed my bedroom door and jumped into my bed, I was able to stop holding my breath, but soon I heard it again. <laughs> I'm really sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your friend. <sighs> Since the sound suddenly stopped, I assumed they'd accepted my apology. <sighs> Thank... Ah! Suddenly... Whatever was chasing me was there, scratching me. <laughs> they weren't porcelain dolls, but little green creatures whose nails and fangs were as sharp as blades. Get away! Stop! I tried to push them away, but each time they dug their nails into my skin to hold on to me. Leave me alone! They didn't stop. On the contrary, they started to pull out my hair and even managed to remove a tooth. That's when I passed out. The next morning, my Aunt Deborah found me badly hurt. She, almost in a nervous breakdown, soon called the police and an ambulance. They all helped and were very nice to me, but they didn't believe what I told them. In fact, mentioning the goblins only made it worse, since they thought I made it up to cope with the trauma. But I know that what I saw was real. That year, I spent Christmas with my grandfather. They gave me many gifts, but all I wanted was the locks of hair and the tooth that were never found.
I was decorating my Christmas tree when I heard footsteps outside my apartment. I checked through the peephole and saw a girl near my age dragging her heavy suitcase into the opposite apartment. Finally, a neighbor! A joyful smile came to my face knowing I won't be celebrating Christmas alone this year. I opened the door to help the poor girl. Hi, let me help you. No need, I can do it myself. I'm Kathy, your neighbor. And you are? She got in and slammed her door in my face. It felt bad that I was being nice to her and she blew me off. But I don't lose hope so easily. I decided to bake cookies for my neighbor as a housewarming gift. I also thought of inviting her for dinner so we could celebrate the joy of Christmas together. The building I live in has just started to fill up, so most of the apartments are still vacant. On my floor, it was just me, and now this new girl who arrived. After putting the chocolate cookies in the oven, I hung the new blinking Christmas lights all over the living room. The red shiny bell on top of the Christmas tree made it look exclusive. I changed into my cute elf costume and waited for the cookies to get done. Just then, a loud sound of heavy metal music shook the entire building. Realizing it was coming from the new girl's apartment, I heaved a sigh of disappointment. She's going to be a tough nut to crack. With a nervous face, I rang her doorbell. At first, she didn't answer, so I rang again. This time, the loud music stopped and heavy footsteps walked up to the door. What? She opened the door in one strong jolt. Her angry eyes were fixated on me like she wanted me dead. I'm... I made cookies for you. Merry Christmas? Ugh, what is your problem, dude? I just wanted to invite you for dinner. It's Christmas Eve, and we both seem to be alone, so I thought... What? That I will agree to hang out with a skinny witch like you? Do you even understand boundaries, Kathy? Sorry, but I just wanted us to be friends. <laughs> friends? Like, seriously? I don't make friends with people like you. What do you mean by people like me? People who are so stupidly obsessed with Christmas. I mean, it's all fake. There's nothing joyful about it. The world is a dark place, and to hell with Santa Claus. You take that back. Huh? Or what? I hate Christmas. I hate Santa. And I hate people like you who try to cover up their shitty lives under the make-believe rug of Christmas joy. I smiled at her. She kept staring at me in reaction. But I spoke in a soft, calm voice. Seems like I have to try the hard way. Whatever. I hit her on the forehead with a candlestick which I hid in my costume. And like a clueless trapped rabbit, she fainted on the floor. I then took a bite of my freshly made chocolate cookies. Mmm, yum, delicious. Let's celebrate Christmas. Within the next few minutes, I dragged my unconscious new neighbor into my apartment, sat her down in a chair facing the Christmas tree, and tied her up with tight rope so she couldn't do anything more stupid. Christmas is all about joy and sharing happiness. I don't know why some people don't understand that. Never mind. I can make them understand pretty well. I roasted the chicken, 
made mashed potatoes and my special strawberry cake for dessert. Once I was done preparing the dinner table with delicious food, I went to wake up the poor girl. Wake up, pumpkin. It's time to rise and shine. Ugh, <laughs> uh, where? Come on, wake up. We're going to have so much fun tonight. She finally opened her eyes and for the first time, I was happy to see the fear on her face. What's happening? What are you doing to me? Me? No, no. I'm just trying to get to celebrate Christmas. That's all. Let me go, okay? Or or I'll scream. You can try. Ah! Help me! Somebody! I'm in here! Please send help! Fa la 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 la. <laughs> Let me go! Shh! You're screaming for no reason. There's no one here to hear you. <laughs> what do you want? Nothing. I just want to celebrate Christmas. You don't have to be scared of me. I took away the knife because it was surely making the new girl nervous. Let's start again, okay? Hi, I'm Kathy, and you are... Sam... Samantha. Now you're being a good girl. Tears rolled down Sam's beautiful blue eyes. I felt bad, but she left me no choice. Come on, don't cry. You're just trying to make me feel bad. Look, I'm not a bad person. I tried to be nice, but you wore your ass as a hat. What else could I have done? You should be lucky that I didn't do what I did to Ramona. Ramona? Wait, isn't... Isn't she the girl who left here before me and left the apartment on the night of Christmas Eve? Nice homework, neighbor. <laughs> but she didn't leave. I made her disappear. Sam's face changed. Her skin turned pale in horror. Her mouth opened in shock. What did you do to her? I made her immortal so she never misses any Christmas with me. Let me go get her to join us. Ramona! Ramona! We have a new friend now. I went to my bedroom and brought out Ramona to the living room for the first time. She was sitting in a wheelchair with her eyes closed. Oh my god! Why does she... She... Sorry, forgot to tell you. I learned taxidermy from my grandpa. He loves stuffing all the wild animals after hunting them. It's easy. You can do it too. Scraping the fat under the skin, then rub it with borax to help it dry faster. And last but not least, stuff it with lots and lots of cotton and sew it up. <laughs> nice, right? You're a freak! No wonder you're alone! I felt the blood in my veins boil up. Smokes of anger curled up inside my body. I let out a huge grin at Sam. What is it, Ramona? You want Samantha to be like you? Oh, sure. I can do that. It will be your Christmas gift. I turned on the music. The Christmas carols filled the air in the apartment. Sam was screaming, screaming her heart out, but it didn't bother me. I kind of like it when they scream. 
I started sharpening my tools. The dinner will get cold, but I must serve the need of the hour. After all, Ramona asked for her Christmas gift. <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the video. If so, please leave a like. And also, a small percentage of people that watch my videos are actually subscribed. If you want to support this channel and make this channel reach the 1 million mark, please consider subscribing. It's free and you can change your mind later. Enjoy. For everyone, Christmas is a time of joy. A time of happiness, togetherness, and presence. For me, it's a nightmare that I relive again and again and again. An endless nightmare that will haunt me until the day I die. It all started when I was only 10 years old. I was just a helpless and innocent child, unable to defend myself. My mother was telling me a story before I went to sleep while my brother listened in his bed, laughing. And that's the end. Did you like the story? Yes, Mom. Well, it's time to go to sleep, honey. By the time you wake up tomorrow, Daddy will be back home. And together, we'll see what Santa brought you. Mom, the Grinch wasn't bad, was he? No, honey, he was just lonely. When he felt the Christmas spirit, he became good. So if we are good to bad people, they will become good? Yes, honey, of course. Hey, Eileen, don't believe that story. It's made for children. What do you mean? In the real story, the Grinch is a monster who wants to steal Christmas by eating children. Gabriel, don't tell her that. Go to sleep. You're lying. You're a child, too. And the Grinch will eat you, too. Yeah, but I'm a year older. It'll eat you first. Mom! No one will eat anyone. It's just a story. Both of you stop talking about the Grinch and go to sleep. Yes, yes Mom. Mom. As she was leaving, my mom turned off the lights and said goodnight. I was already afraid, and I didn't want to go to sleep. My eyes began to adjust to the darkness. I could see something, but everything was still too blurry. Gabby, is it true that the Grinch is coming to eat me? Are you still going on about that? Let it go, Eileen. The Grinch won't eat you. You're too ugly. Hey, I'm not ugly. Yes, you are. If anything, he's more likely to eat me first. I'm much prettier than you. No! You're mean and ugly. Gabriel? Brother, are you there? Answer me! You're scaring me! <laughs> Mom! Gabriel, stop scaring your sister. Don't make me come in there. Sorry, Mom. I scared you. You're not funny. Tomorrow, I'll tell Daddy, too. <laughs> ah! Brother, this isn't funny. Get out of there, or I'll tell Mom. I was convinced that my threat would work to stop my brother from making jokes. But after a few seconds, I started to worry. Gabby? Uh, are you there? In response to my question, a hand came out from under the bed, clutching my mattress. 
That was not my brother. His fingers were long, dirty, and hairy. But what scared me the most was that they were green. Who are you? What are you doing here? I'll tell mom and dad. Ignoring my warning, a head slowly peeked out from under my bed. Its eyes were red and yellow. Its gaze was despicable, full of anger as if he hated me. Before I could scream, the other hand reached out from under the bed and grabbed my head, pulling me out of my bed. Mom! It's the Grinch! As I screamed, the monster's hand grabbed my leg and began to pull me under the bed. No! 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 Suddenly, the hand stopped and the lights came on. Aline, what happened? Are you alright? Mom, there's a monster under the bed. It's the Grinch. He ate Gabby and now he's coming for me. <sighs> okay, Gabriel. This time, you've gone too far. When your father gets here, you'll be in trouble, boy. I couldn't believe what was happening. My mom and my brother were gone. I tried to run, but my body didn't respond. I just stood there, shaking, listening to my mom screaming under the bed until after a few seconds. She stopped. Immediately, the Grinch's eyes glowed under the bed, looking in my direction. The beast came out slowly and carefully, staring at me. He walked past me, and with a cruel smile, turned off the light and closed the door. From that moment on, I could only hear two things. The beating of my heart, and the Grinch's footsteps walking slowly in my direction. Each step louder than the last, more full of hatred cruelty and sadism my fate was written there was no escape from this my blood froze and my energy returned to my body but not to escape or fight i could only scream <coughs> the monster had stopped walking but not because i scared it no but because it was next to me i couldn't see it but i felt something wet behind me it was his breath then I heard a much louder breath and a scary noise behind me. The Grinch was slowly opening his mouth, ready to eat me, but enjoying my fear and doing it very slowly. At the climax, a louder noise followed. It was a door slamming. My dad had come home from work. He quickly turned on the light and looked at me with concern. The Grinch was gone. Honey, what's wrong? Where's your mom and brother? Life came back into my body, and I ran as fast as I could, grabbing him by the jacket. Dad, run! There's a monster! It's the Grinch! We must go now! Without understanding, he followed my lead and ran with me. We were outside the house. Eileen, stop! We have to run, Dad. He'll catch us! Honey, go to the neighbor's house and tell them to call the police. If a bad man came in to rob us, I have to save Mom and Gabby. No, Daddy. It's not a man. It's the Grinch. He'll eat you. Listen to me, sweetie. Daddy will be back soon. You just go to the neighbor's house. And just like that, my dad went back into the house. That was the last time I saw him. The next few days, the police tried to investigate what happened. 
They never found the culprit, nor could they believe me. Since I had no relatives who could take care of me, my neighbors agreed to raise me. They were like parents to me. From that day on, there wasn't a Christmas that I didn't think the Grinch would come looking for me. But I am no longer afraid. I am a very cheerful girl. But at Christmas, I am always alone. I turn off the lights and sit in the middle of my room with a gun in my hand. Waiting for the Grinch to come back and try to finish his job. What I'm about to tell you begins with the most tragic event of my life. When I was just a child, both of my parents were murdered. A man, out of his mind, came into our house and killed them while I was hiding. But that's another story. During the time when it was being decided who I would live with from then on, I had to stay at my grandfather's house. He was very good to me, but he couldn't be the one to raise me because of his age and illnesses. So, weeks later, I moved in with one of my aunts. I'm so happy to have you here, dear Scott. Come closer. Let me help you with your bags. Thanks, Aunt. I knew she was a good person. My grandfather had even talked to me about it. You know, she was never able to have children. That's why she'll be happy to adopt you. She has good intentions. But despite everything, there was something strange about her. Something that made me feel uncomfortable every time her small eyes looked at me. There's no better time than Christmas to welcome you to your new home, don't you think? Speaking of which, what do you say about helping me decorate? I know it's a little late at this point, but... You know, I was so busy that I didn't realize. Anyway, we could do it together, as a family. Sure, Aunt Deborah. Oh, but first, go get some rest, my boy. I spent most of the afternoon unpacking my things and resting from time to time, just as she had advised. But as soon as I heard it, I stopped to open my bedroom door. Aunt Deborah, are you okay? Since she didn't answer me, I went downstairs. My aunt was in the living room. I thought you wanted me to help you. She had already decorated the Christmas tree. I was just starting. <laughs> Since you're down here, could you bring me the box I left on the kitchen table? When I got to the kitchen, there was only one box left there. It wasn't particularly big, but I can swear it was the heaviest thing I've ever had to carry. I tried to take it to the living room even though it was too much for me, all to help my aunt but it was a bad choice. Uh... Scott, are you okay? The box, which had fallen just inches from me, was open. Yes, Auntie. I quickly went over to it to close it and pick it back up. Ah! Inside the box were some porcelain dolls. Scott? Oh, my beautiful dolls. I'm sorry. I should have known they were too much for you. My aunt took the box and started to walk back to the living room. Come here, let's see if they're all right. When I got up, my aunt had already taken three of the dolls out of the box. Although they had been carefully dressed, they were still hideous. Their pale gray skin, their eyes, and their mouths gave me the creeps. When I approached to see the fourth, my aunt said, Be careful. I assumed she wanted me to take it out, so I did. It was the worst of them all. Her eyes were bulging and her mouth was open. She looked as if she was going to throw up. Ah! Scott! I'm sorry. It had a bug inside. <sighs> you can go back to your room. I'll try to fix her. 
After that, I stayed in my room for the rest of the afternoon, as I felt very embarrassed. While drawing, I fell asleep at some point, but I was woken up after nightfall. Soon, I got up and grabbed a pair of pajamas from the closet. Right at that moment, I heard as if something scratched the floor. Huh? Turning around, I saw that the door was slightly open, but since I was still sleepy, I ignored it and just left the room to go to the bathroom. Of course, I put on my pajamas and started brushing my teeth when I heard it. The door had opened. I immediately walked over and took a look at the hallway. Aunt Deborah? She wasn't there. I was alone. So I sighed and continued what I was doing. But suddenly, I saw the shower curtain move out of the corner of my eye. As soon as I turned my head to get a better look at it, a horrible screeching sound began. This time, the curtains moved more. Huh? I quickly backed away, but slipped and fell out of the bathroom into the hallway. <sighs> Ow! As I opened my eyes, I felt something touch my hand. <laughs> so, I pulled it away without hesitation. That's when I managed to see the silhouette of it. A small creature was running down the hall and the stairs while taking my toothbrush. I soon started to follow the thing without even thinking about it, but once I was on the first floor, I regretted it. Everything was too dark, and I don't remember where the button to turn on the light was, so I started to touch the wall to find it. <laughs> but that constant sound kept making me nervous. Suddenly, I felt something sharp scratch my leg. Ah! I remember almost crying with joy the instant I found the button and the light came on. But when I turned around, my happiness vanished. There, next to the porcelain dolls under the Christmas tree, was my toothbrush. No. My first instinct was to back away. But as soon as I saw a bug pop out of the empty socket of the middle doll, I ran to my room. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When I closed my bedroom door and jumped into my bed, I was able to stop holding my breath. But soon, I heard it again. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your friend. <sighs> Since the sound suddenly stopped, I assumed they'd accepted my apology. <sighs> Thank... Ah! Suddenly, whatever was chasing me was there, scratching me. <laughs> they weren't porcelain dolls, but little green creatures whose nails and fangs were as sharp as blades. Get away! Stop! I tried to push them away, but each time they dug their nails into my skin to hold on to me. Leave me alone! They didn't stop. On the contrary, they started to pull out my hair and even managed to remove a tooth. Ah! That's when I passed out. The next morning, my Aunt Deborah found me badly hurt. She, almost in a nervous breakdown, soon called the police and an ambulance. They all helped and were very nice to me, but they didn't believe what I told them. In fact, mentioning the goblins only made it worse, since they thought I made it up to cope with the trauma. But I know that what I saw was real. That year, I spent Christmas with my grandfather. They gave me many gifts but all I wanted was the locks of hair and the tooth that were never found.